Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to an all-new Twin Peaks After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down Season 3, Part 14. We got a lot of answers. We're excited to talk about it, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello again, you awesome Twin Peaks fans. Welcome to our AfterBuzz After Show for, of course, Twin Peaks. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And I, to you, and, Michael. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, Lex isn't here this week. We, we miss him already, but we have, you know, yeah. everyone here. And, and Lucretia. Yeah, like Scott sucked into the Black Lodge. This yeah, week. he'll be back soon. I think they're going to poop him out. That'll be fine. <laughs> well, I am Michael Shirley. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MichaelXShirley. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Lisa Mason Lee. You can find me everywhere at Lisa Mason Lee, and I'm in the chat. So let's get to talking. Hey guys, I'm Lucretia Lyon. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And of course, guys, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV and all social media platforms. And we see you all in the chat, of course, like Lisa said. So we, we really you. love your enthusiasm. We see you. This was a very interesting episode. Right? We got, I think this is one that we're going to have to rewatch a bunch of times. What did you guys think overall? You thought we got some real answers or it was just like a fake answer episode? Well, I, yeah, I think we got some answers I hope and so. um, some things that I didn't expect. And uh, David Bowie, that was awesome. Yeah, I As love always. that throwback, yeah. Philip Jeffries, yeah. yeah. Today was a crazy week. It kind of made me. I don't know. I, I I look at Sarah Palmer a totally different way now. I'm like, mm. what in the world is going on? Um. Okay. I just I'm just gonna say I I don't know if it was one or two weeks ago, but I said Sarah Palmer was taken over by an alien. Yeah. And um, you I'm said just. That. Yep, I did. Yep. We we You're really right. don't know what happened, but let's start with the beginning of the episode. Okay? Yeah. With Gordon and Lucy, Sheriff Truman. So, you know, Gordon calls to talk to Truman. And Lucy, for me, I can never tell. <laughs> I, guys, I'm not going to say the alien thing, okay? I'm just going to you know, she's a goofy character, but I feel like she does have a purpose, and I want to know what it is. I think growing up, she was probably, like, living in a house that was very close to, like, telephone lines, you know? <laughs> Damn. Like, just coincidentally? Like, radioactivity, like, kind of made her a little... So... Wonk, wonk. <laughs> can, you know how, how can intense you the electricity just be ditzy and not be an alien? I don't know. She's kind of whoa. Yeah, that's the thing. Lucy and Andy both are quirky, you know, spacey characters, and I, I just feel like they're just weird people, you know? Yeah. Well, we're kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, not as much, but let's hope not. Take pride in being weird. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's an original. flag fly. <laughs> let's talk about Tammy and Albert for a moment, because he basically breaks down everything to her. Mm-hmm. I have had a theory that Tammy is does not have great intentions, I'm not saying she's an alien. I don't like the way I don't she think, sits. I just think that she makes me uncomfortable, and I don't trust her. And he's yeah. telling her everything about the Blue Rose. And she's at, you know, she, but she's worked to this. She's gotten to the point where she can ask these questions. But that is what I would think an undercover person would get to, and they would do. And what was it about, why did he say, sorry, I just, I really don't know, but why did he say, what are you supposed to ask me now? Like... Well, that's um, a good way of, like, assessing her investigative skills, I think. Because it's like, okay, after you hear this story, what are your questions? Because that would be what you would do as a detective and investigator. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's kind of so, training yeah. her. 
Yeah, and I thought that was really interesting, what they said about the Blue Rose and how she was able to pick up on why that was significant and, you know, that's sort of their their code name for what has been going on. I really like that yeah. story that they yeah. told mm-hmm. about the Lois. doppelganger yes. Lois. And then she hung herself. And that was, I mean, we get ties to Dougie and then Dale throughout this entire episode, but... It seems as though one of them dies, one of them kills himself. That that's just like Well they both end up dead. No. Well, no, but I'm seeing a parallel. Oh, okay. I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, so I'm kind of projecting into the future. Lots of parallels, mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like. And then the window cleaner. I know it seemed very, <laughs> very insignificant, but I, I don't it. think it was. I'm gonna sleep on that one. I hope you don't, because <laughs> I'm afraid you're gonna have really bad nightmares. <laughs> the show gives me nightmares in general, it's cool. I mean, overall, just general thoughts on Tammy. Can we just throw these around? I like Tammy. I wish it was Annie Worsong playing her, though, who narrates the book as Tammy. But Tammy is an interesting character, and if you've read the book, she's very significant as she's sort of the narrator for most of the time. It's either Major Briggs, Tammy, you know, they're big, significant parts of the, the story itself there, so she's just sort of seen as this outsider, and I think they're doing a good job of kind of incorporating that in the show as sort of like the new rookie, mm-hmm. you know, detective on this case, and just sort of feeling out who these guys are. I like that. Mm-hmm. I don't trust her. Yeah, still, no. still don't trust her. Mm-hmm. We also see Diane, okay? Of course. Yeah. We love Diane. I trust Diane. Yeah. A lot. I do. I don't trust Tammy. I trust Diane. And we find out that Janie E. is her half-sister. That was pretty, pretty like boom. Yeah, that, yeah. that was probably Drops one of the best the revelations we've had on the show. Tom Kirby brought that up in the chat about how it's a jaw dropping moment of the entire season. They weren't even expecting it. I wasn't either. I'm happy that there is something to tie all of this craziness yeah. together. But still, like, why is the ring and why was the ring in Briggs? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like through storylines that you see hints of throughout this entire show and one of them is of course Briggs but we have a Monica Bellucci dream let's talk about that Uh as herself by the way she was the second Bond girl that's been in uh, Twin Peaks yeah so we don't see Audrey this week but I think what we saw last week was kind of a hint of this well, what we saw this week gave us knowledge of what we saw with Audrey last week, which was that yeah. she is stuck in a dream. Is pretty much what I'm. Do you think? Wait, that, that's what I she think she is in a coma. Yeah. Wait. Well, they, okay. So how do you I, gather that information? All right. So there are some things I put in all caps. We are like the reamer dreams, and then okay. While you're trying to find that, I just want to say, Bike Jones on your said. So how does Diane not know Dougie? I just figured because they're They're strange. strange. Yeah, probably never met them. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So essentially, what the this episode said was that people are living inside of a dream, Mm -hmm. and they think that's real, Mm -hmm. and that is what I think. I can understand that. It's happening. Also, we hear we hear actually about Bobby or Billy's last. Mm. This is. I mean, this comes later in the episode, but we hear about Bobby's last time he was seen, and we find out that the girl in the booth. Her mom was bitch Tina. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we know that Audrey kind of knows what 
is going on. That would be present day. Yeah, so but I, again, part of me feels again, like you she think is it's away. another Tina or something? Or no, like a... we have not seen Audrey with any of the current characters. That is mm-hmm. a 101 mm-hmm. when watching TV. If you don't see anything that is relevant as far as time, as far as characters, they are possibly in a dream, in a coma. I mean, Lucretia knows she yeah. loves soap operas. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. And that's the thing is, like, I thought day one that the reason we hadn't seen Audrey is that she was still in the coma. And then to me, her scenes sort of read that way as well that she's trying to remember and two I feel like that scene in the bang bang bar was significant because like in in her dream her husband was telling her to go there to meet Billy mm-hmm. like and yes they're there talking about it but it it really seems like she's trying to assess what this all means and sort of thing I still and I think a lot of those scenes in the bang bang bar aren't necessarily what's really happening yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. it's kind of another alternate. Yeah, just kind of a random thing. Because as we see, all these people are random, <laughs> random people, like with these stories that don't seem to connect. Maybe there's significance to that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the connections are starting to happen, though. Eh. For me, when they when they explained all that stuff about what Audrey was talking about, I was like... Well, let's talk about this character, Chad, who is yeah. new, <laughs> and we have no idea what the hell is going on here. But we see him, he is another officer, and he is essentially arrested by the other officers that we know and love, and we don't know why exactly. Well, they said uh, they've been watching him yeah, for a while. Yeah, and he stole away Marianne's letter, and Lucy yeah. was watching him as he gathered the mail that one yeah, morning. Yeah, but I'm still not sure what he what he's done and what he has to do with it. Right. Like, well, they what, made it what sound like he knew what he'd done wrong, so right. I'm guessing it's just the drug dealing. Really? You think it's yeah. just that service? Just the drug dealing? Yeah. I don't know. I think we'll find... He mind. doesn't te- seem too smart. I don't know. Nobody we'll does. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah, Larry Rue in the chat brings up a good point. The Bang Bang Bar does have those red curtains. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True, true. <laughs> Love those red curtains. Of course, you guys. So we need to talk about this scene where they do the Jackrabbits palace. Oh, yeah. so good. He goes, my oh, father, you know, used to take me here. It was a fun thing. We used to tell stories, but, uh, you know, put dirt in your pocket. Let's just do this. Why? No. This is not, you know, it's not like going to temple or church. I, you know. f- I figured the dirt was like to ground them, but as we see, they're not completely mm. grounded. So Maybe Andy didn't put enough dirt in his pocket. Right, right. Yeah. He just flew up first. And Andy like put chocolate in. He was like so confused. Oh He's so gosh. full of air. He's just like, oh. Well, he'd be an easy one to get. That, uh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to ask Lucretia <laughs> yeah. what you think of Andy at this point. I liked that Andy was the one sort of chosen because mm-hmm. to me he is the pure of heart and Aww. I think that may have had the significance there as much like Dale Cooper Andy is pure you know this Ooh. kind of good guy yeah well he goes to the White Lodge in this moment and there are these times and people talk about them where people forget what happened when I don't even know what we're going to call it the Wh- firemen yeah when yeah. they when they come on onto Earth and basically take over people for a moment. It's like space and time kind of stops, Mm -hmm. and people forget exactly what happened during that time. Mm -hmm. And as does Andy, but he finds himself in the White Lodge. And we see the tall man, and it's in black and white again. Mm -hmm. It's the fireman. The tall man is Phantasm. That's a different thing. 
Mm-hmm. What, what? Yeah, who do we he, call him? He's he's still tall though. Yeah, he's he's still well, a tall man. But giant. I was like, yeah, the giant, oh, the giant. The giant. Okay, yeah. right. Right. I was like, different movie. The giant. Apologies. <laughs> uh, but he's there and he is, you know, overseeing kind of everything that's happening. And Andy is there. Andy is such an easy target. <laughs> yeah, it is just he's like a baby, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, we also see um, NATO and. She is in the forest, and then when he comes back, he says we need to bring her to safety. She's very, very important. Yeah, that's the yeah. most vigilant I've ever seen Andy yeah, about that's, anything in his life. That's what I liked, is he somehow had purpose in that moment, and he was just, like, going to carry this woman down the mountain and sort of save it, and I liked that it was Andy because of that, yeah. Did you guys gather that there was some purpose for NATO when he when the montage was happening with yeah. the fire? You did feel that? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first few episodes, I don't know which episode it was that we had that. And I think there was think a good the half one. of the ep- No, no, no. There was, it wasn't the first one. It was a good half of the episode where we saw her floating through space and time. And there yeah. was just barely mm-hmm. any dialogue mm-hmm. at all. But it was yeah. just a lot of space and floating. So, yeah, I'm really freaking happy they brought that back into the story because it didn't make any sense. Not that it does now. <laughs> our, our, our friend in the chat, the Nightman, he said, Wally Brando will be the savior of Twin Peaks in the world. Calling it now. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we need Wally Brando back, of yeah. course, as always. Um, but when he, when Andy brings Nato back, he said, you know, he just needs to take her to somewhere place safe and it's to a prison. And then we see, you know, Lucy, Andy, and NATO, and all these prisoners. And they start making this really weird noise. I'm not sure who starts it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she it has her so own funny. little language. NATO yeah. has like a little yeah. dolphin squeak, she does. Yeah. It's really cute. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it, to me, it sounded I, like monkeys. Yeah, that's so what little, to me sounded uh, like okay. monkeys. Yeah. I was kind of surprised at like how not taken aback they were that they found this woman in the forest just like laying there naked without eyes like it gets well again which is why I said why do they all like just put dirt in their pockets these are not (laughs) these are not the kind of men that go okay whatever you say I'm gonna put dirt in my pocket well they've seen some shit it's a little witchy, right? Isn't it? um it's a it's a lot alien alien witchy you know what? I'm well, not even going to say it anymore. I'm going to let you guys say alien. Well, I'm really <laughs> interested as to why she's on Earth. Oh, Nato. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. she doesn't look like she belongs here like at all. Does she? No. Who, no. who do you guys think that is after Nato? Do you have any inclination? I don't even know what she's doing there if someone is after her. Uh-huh. Or if she got lost, mm-hmm. like accidentally ended well, up on Earth or... Well, I mean, Andy was saying she needs to be protected. There's yeah. people after her, yeah. so... I... Also, speaking of Andy, I just want to let you guys know I am watching, I am listening, and it was 6324818, which was... On a telephone pole, ah. and it, it yeah. I rewound it. It looked I, yeah. like it was like a telephone pole like going to a like an apartment building, and it was like number six. Yeah, something. I mean it's coordinates. Where well, let us know. A little too nicely. short for coordinates, I think. <laughs> Sorry, I'm right, not a coordinates right. connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Is that it is... a phone number? Like, does it have enough digits to do that? I mean, honestly, those numbers are important. Six numbers. We have seen numbers throughout the entire series, this especially this season. So I kind of think they are important. 
Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. If, if Lex were here right now, mm-hmm. I, he's I, got I will... like a little book where he keeps track of every single number. Yeah, WWLMD. Going to start playing the lottery with it. Seriously, Lex is just gonna. I'm gonna be like, hey, play these numbers. No, but he would probably say these mean nothing. And oh, I don't know that. No, I think he would say that we're kind of being like diverged into all of our theories just to distract us. And I, I do get. Lex, I'm sorry, you're not here, and I'm just uh-huh. like giving your own theories, but I don't know. <laughs> I think that they might be distracting us in a way. These I numbers. don't know. I think yeah. anything coming out of the floaty mist of that alien box thing. And oh, so now it's an something. alien box. Yeah. We've got, it looked we've come alien. To it does look alien. That really? little relic. It does. I've it never does. heard that theory. Yeah, not ever where did, heard where that. Where did you one. get that? I don't know. The yeah. internet. Um, well, Larry Roos says the pole has shown up earlier and in Fire Walk with me. So mm-hmm. you may be onto something there. Mm-hmm. No shit. I like what Drake yeah. said. Looks like Sarah Palmer has a manufactured version roaming Twin Peaks. The Black, Black Lodge is at it again. I mean, you know. I want to know what is up with Laura. Why is she important? They showed Andy again in the dream, the picture of her. Before we get into Laura, though, we need to get into the significance of James. That is back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very sexy. Did you guys notice that his security uh, (laughs) uniform was for the Great Northern Hotel? Yes, Yes, I I did. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, of course, Freddie, this lovely... uh, Young man, England boy, that has been just totally messed up by something <laughs> with the glove, and he's good with it. It seems, yeah, he's like, no. yeah, having trouble cracking nuts though. Guys, <laughs> I think he fits right in. To I be think honest. he was funny. Yeah. So Freddie cannot take his glove off; it's part of him. It started bleeding. Yeah, when the doctor had to take it off, it started bleeding. That. You know, I wouldn't want to take my glove off well, if it means started it's bleeding. Like he's had it on so long; it's like permanently like fused to his skin. And he took a shortcut going shortcut shortcut <laughs> going home in London, and he realizes he's wasting his life instead of helping people. He had this epiphany, mm-hmm. and that is when this glove situation seemed to happen. And he seems like a different. We didn't know him before, but it seems yeah. as though he could be a different person than he was when we would have originally met him. Right. What do you guys think is the significance of this scene, or do you think there is none? I think it's just showing that other people have been affected, not just in Twin Peaks, by the fireman, or, you know, is it used to be known as a giant? Yeah. You know, and I think that's the thing, is, like, showing that it is not just a local issue. I think Right, he's, yeah. Right. I think point. he's coming for a purpose. They need a pile driver. <laughs> like I'm serious. Yeah, he's no, gonna do he's something. definitely there for a reason. After all that, and yeah, his, and he's all gonna... that, oh, that story. Right, he has like a superhero hand. Of yeah, sort. It does seem like yeah. a superhero hand in a way, but I'm not sure if it's going to be exactly used for good. The rubber fist. Ooh. Yeah. So the way he explained it, <laughs> yeah. which is very similar to what we had just seen with Andy is a vortex tunnel in the air and he was sucked up into it and the firemen were there and he says go to the hardware store near your flat and there you will find the gloves. One package will be open and the glove will be there. Put it on your right hand and your right hand will give you power. Which is cool. All these wormhole things make me want to know what would have happened if he hadn't grabbed Gordon you know, a few episodes back when Who? he was almost yes. sucked into the hole. Yeah. Oh, Albert? yeah. Albert? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I wonder mm-hmm. what would have happened to him. Yeah, and uh, Drake Avilia brings up a good point. So when Freddie and James appear in episode two at the Roadhouse, uh, is the scene in, 
is this after the scene in part 14, which we watched today? The timelines are starting to unify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So They're, it's like, hmm, oh, I wonder when that happened. Yeah. Like, they went out for his birthday? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm s- Remember that? You guys, when James went to the Bang Bang? Yeah, and again, we see this whole James thing. James is not as innocent as he seems. No. Of course. And he goes into the furnace. And all he knows what's going on in the fir- furnace. It's what it seems. There's all these electricity. And I think that James is almost just guiding. I'm not saying he is anything to do with this. I'm just saying he knows what's going on. Do you, or do you think that he has just been this stupid the entire time? He seemed shook up to <laughs> yeah. me after uh, Freddie told him his story. He was, like, kind of surprised, like, like it yeah. interested him. I thought he was just, like, asking because he wanted to know what he knew. Yeah, I honestly saw it a little bit of both. I felt like he knew there was something weird up to it, but he didn't know that that's what it was. Because that's when he was like, wait, what the fudge? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can give... James credit for being like a like <laughs> well, a a guy in the know at least mm-hmm. as to what's going on. I mean, he's know. still alive, so well that says something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it definitely does say something, and I just felt as though when he was going through the furnace, he maybe was scared, but also knew things. No, well, he offered to go down there. Yeah, yeah, as would somebody that knew what was going yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. But this was this our first time we've seen him <clears throat> as the security guard? Yeah. Right. So what do you guys think about him as a security guard? Kind of like Bobby sense. growing yeah. up as a cop. Yeah. And, mm, going nowhere You're fast. like, whatever. What was that that Laura Palmer said? I'm going nowhere and fast and you can't come. I mm-hmm. think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't really rise through the ranks over the years. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. You can't always be cute and young on your motorcycle, I guess. And it's just funny, too, because what, uh, what was he calling him? Jimmy? or Because uh, we know him as James. Yeah, he was calling him James. Jimmy. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and I just keep on thinking of Laura from Boyle being like, James. I want to know what happened to Donna, and I'm hoping that we're going to find out she like fell off a cliff or something. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I kind of hope so. Yeah. I feel, like, Come back. I feel like, like Lynch was so mad yeah. about something she did. He's just like, fuck her, we're not even going to talk about her. <laughs> I, I've never been on Team Donna ever. I'm like, oh. uh, Laura's lame friend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, season one, where she's the protagonist, and we're all like, dude, no. Yeah. You are right. not mm-hmm. innocent in any yeah. way, and yeah. you are essentially, you know, loving on her boyfriend, but mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. Yeah, exactly. We all have friends that, that yeah. have been like that, or we were like that, right? Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> I, like, I like what the Nightman comment says. James is an alien. That's the only way to explain how cool he is. Oh, like really? That. You think he's an alien? <laughs> no. That's crazy. Yeah. James is like a square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe all of the squares have been aliens this whole time. <laughs> I love how people think I'm so funny uh, that I'm cra- <laughs> Like, no, just that I'm crazy in a way with this alien crap. I think I just caught on to it earlier than yeah. everybody else. You hold on so. to a theory like a dog with a bone. Oh, yeah. I will not let go of it, even if I'm wrong. Because <laughs> you don't want to let go of it and then say weeks later, oh, wait, she was right, but she she denied her theory. No. Yeah, you just got to hold strong. I will not deny my theory. On that note, talk about Sarah Palmer. Oh, <laughs> you guys are with me this watching this, scene. and I'm, like, punching the air, screaming I was right. Oh. It's like our... Misogynist revenge. 
Yes. Uh, so these the these. <laughs> I was just at Orphan Black doing uh-huh. the after show. If you guys watch that, they have accents. Um, so, <laughs> truck you guy, truck you guy, yeah, yeah. y'all. And he called her. Let's it see, it's a free country. <laughs> that I mean, I just wanted him to die so badly. Oh my god! I had a stand-up joke that was like, "That is our word." <laughs> like, oh, anytime a guy says it, you're just like. Well, I thought it was really funny funny. that he was, like, hitting on her. And then, like, when she rejects him, he's like, oh, you're an old lesbo. I can tell now from looking at you better. Right. Because he got rejected. Yeah, like, such a guy move. Like, Mm -hmm. jerk guy move. Mm -hmm. Very egotistical. At first I thought, perhaps, uh, Sarah Palmer was in her... I don't even want to say the word alien, but, you know, her other form. Right. And was seeing a dude that perhaps was also... An alien. And they what? were... Okay, yeah, but that's not what happened. Okay, crazy. Let's reel well, it she in. She is also on a show <laughs> called Outcast, where it's sort of like demonic possession. It's from the Robert Kirkman graphic novel, so maybe these are just crossing over, because that's another show that I do with Lex, mm. Outcast. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. when he started talking, I thought maybe they knew each other in some other way, but no. then, uh, yes, no. you're right, I was proven wrong. When she basically rips his throat out, um, you every- want to fuck with this? Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. That was so funny. It was a really, really, really awesome scene to also see that uh, Sarah Palmer is ripping off her face. I feel like that was yeah. like it's a- Laura's yeah. in. Does yeah. she have a portal within her face? Like Laura. Well, Laura I did that. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. And so then, what um, is the deal? Miss Kitty Fantastico says, mm-hmm. when Laura took off her, her face, it was filled with light. Sarah's was filled with shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting distinction. Mm-hmm. Well, she is that glowing ball. Yeah, the gold ball. Did you guys think of the froggy creature that crawled into the little girl's mouth A when she opened bit. her face? I don't know. That's what I immediately thought bit. of. Yeah. I'm not that face. It really took me aback. It's like it's nothing like we've really seen. We've seen some like supernatural stuff, but I don't feel like we've seen anything so visually like the little dagger like flying that. Out. Like we see stuff yeah. like that in the Black Lodge with mm-hmm. Laura, but never on Earth. Have right? We've seen something other than like the wormhole. Like ah, so. it's very like taken. Took me out of it. I was like, whoa, what mm-hmm. is this? Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> You're welcome. Maybe it's a robot. <laughs> I maybe. <laughs> maybe. Honestly. Hey. Hey. Lots hey. of machines there. Why you know. not? Ex Machina meets yeah. Alien. New show. New show, guys. <laughs> alien robots. Yes. Well, it's getting a little Black Mirror, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. it's. Maybe we're not supposed to understand any of this. I know, and I honestly, I hope sometimes that David Lynch watches this, he laughs at us, and um, then yeah. he'll say, actually, this is exactly what I wanted. This one's for you, Big D. I mean, they've been, him and Mark have been sitting on this for a long time. Yeah. So they've conjured up all of this story stuff well, I was telling you earlier this week that I did believe there was something alien to it, because a long time ago, like, I'd say like a couple years after the second season ended... They had said that if they came back, they would have had, or if they had done a third season, we would have found that Bob came from a planet of cream corn, and mm-hmm. you know it would, it would be alien. So I don't, I don't think you're crazy. Well, also I don't think everyone. Is but crazy. last week, 
when I said um, that Sarah Palmer was an alien when she opened the door to Hawk. And everybody said, Sam, she just is a very tortured woman. I know. I was one of those people who said that. I was kind of. I kind of did, too. It's okay. Lex did, so everyone (laughs) followed suit. It's fine. Um, But I think I was semi-right. Or do you think that she could possibly have had a doppelganger? That that was more my first thought, was a doppelganger. Because if Laura can do that and she had a doppelganger, maybe Sarah does. But I don't know. It really just took me back. It was like really didn't belong. Like, it didn't fit to me. Like, in the Sarah Palmer timeline. I I was just kind of like, oh. I think it's like the Blue Rose. I mean, like, sort of everything else. I mean, I feel like everybody that's somehow been touched by this does have a doppelganger out there, and Sarah Palmer's one of them. So everybody has one? Everybody that's been in touch with this stuff. Not everybody. everybody, Well, almost everyone's been in touch with it. Yeah, in Twin Peaks, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think someone would have found out by now she had a doppelganger, though. Because she's around town, and... But no one cares about her anymore. She's a widow. She, she kind Her of daughter's invisible. gone. It's sad. Everyone oh, feels bad for her. I don't like talking like this, because mm-hmm. I'm so confused. Well, that's that's what oh. we're here for. Help me. We're yeah. here to make everyone feel bad and confused. The Nightman Cometh brings up a good point. There's a picture of an owl in the Secret History of Twin Peaks book uh, that I was talking about earlier. And if you look <gasps> at it uh, through 3D glasses, it changes into a picture of an alien. What? We have to get Lex to bring his book so we can do that. I have the um, e-book. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a, like a the magic copy. Yeah, yeah I, I also have a copy well, of like the ebook. So yeah. I know work for me. that everybody that is a fan of the show that has been through the books, all you know the series, <laughs> and the owls walk are with not me. What they seem. Yes, the yeah. owls are owl ears. Um, the owls are aliens, is what I'm thinking. Um, or just conduits. Well, like. You know what? I think that alien has a bad connotation to it, yeah. and it makes me seem like I'm crazier. Anyone else saying alien? Aliens! Uh, <laughs> and this show did inspire the X-Files. Yes. I mean, I mean this show inspired so many it, it, mm-hmm. dramas. Yeah. Sci-fi. Fantasy. I mean, it really, really did. So I don't think anything is out of our realm of discussion. And I think that this is what we're here for. It's to talk about the crazy theories and what we think. And we want to hear what you guys think as far as theories. And we shouldn't be embarrassed to talk about our crazy theories. That's what this show is about. Uh, Larry goes, if they pull a dynasty and it's all a dream, I will puke. I was thinking the same (laughs) thing like Roseanne when you find out the end, like everything. Well, they changed that because of the revival. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They're just ignoring that. (laughs) With that being said, though, this dream theory, it does scare me a bit because there are things that are talked about, especially in reference to Audrey. Yeah. With yeah. I don't think everything has been a dream, but I do think that certain things are in a dream and um I, I can't remember who referenced it in this episode, but someone referenced the fact of things being a dream. But we were talking about we weren't sure that um, Audrey is in a dream or in a coma because she's talking about Tina, who is in present day. Okay, let's. But put it, then let's, it's the Bang Bang Bar. If so we it might really not think, be present. what do you guys think uh, of the Bang Bang? Do you think yeah. it's like an alternate dimension? It's the Roadhouse. It's mm. the same bar as the Roadhouse. No, yeah. I know, I know, no. but it's been there forever. Yes, yes, but you're kind of saying that things play out differently. Yeah, to me, most of those scenes, in at least in the return are very much like they're almost in a different world or a different dimension. So I think that, you know, there is some significance there. Mm -hmm. Well, 
the Roadhouse, the Bang Bang, essentially the same place, but I think that, uh, so I saw someone in the chat say something about different dimensions. Yeah. And that, in a way, is what I think is happening with the Roadhouse and the Bang Bang. And that's what I've always thought was why some stuff didn't always line up, was it was different dimensions more so than anything. I mean... Mm. And that's why the doppelgangers make sense, because, like, you know... Well, it's just like Rick and Morty. There's infinite Ricks and infinite... (laughs) Or even, like, you know, the DC Comics, how they're taking it to, like, you know, different people and other dimensions, like, being... Yeah, there are alternate timelines of different Earths in the DC TV Mm -hmm. shows. Uh, I don't know. But for me, if Audrey was still in the coma, Richard Horn, you can't, like... Have a baby in a coma? Can you? Like, I think that's his. Can mom. you? I think mm. that's his. M- you can actually. Yeah, actually, you you're can. alive, mm-hmm. and uh, you can have a baby oh, if you're in a coma. Oh, that sounds brutal. Yeah, that's so that sounds bizarre. messed so then where up. Is and she, David Lynchian. If she's in a coma, <laughs> where is she residing? Where would you guess? Uh, in the Bang house. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's where she is. And on that note, we have, again, the scene with, you know, two beautiful girls just shooting shit. And, but they're talking about Billy. Yeah. Another thing that makes me think that Audrey is, like, in our world, because that would mean that Billy is actually a person, and he is, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. on the run running around. And bitch Tina is really that girl's mom. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like Audrey does know something about what's going on in the world, unless this is a world of dream that she has created. Oh, God. I I, I really, um, I, I don't know what to say. Not to, not to your comment, just, that is a very good theory, but I also don't know if I agree with it. It also makes me a lot more confused about everything. Uh, I'm totally confused about Sarah yeah. Palmer, totally confused about Audrey. I have no idea. Annette Williams in the chat brings up a good yeah, theory. Yeah, that's what I was laughing at. I'm like, wow, that's really a good theory. Yeah, it's like going out on a limb here. Audrey is Tina. Amnesia, after the coma, she sees herself as Audrey only in her dreams. Which, that that does make sense. Oh, now that's making yeah. me feel some kind wait, of Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So she's saying, I'm not saying body hopping, but she's saying that this person, Tina, yeah. is essentially... An amnesiac Audrey, which would make sense, and she's seeing herself as Audrey with a uh, husband in her dreams. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, hmm. you guys. I don't know if I can jump on that one. It, it, it's so far off, but at the same time, um, David Lynch loves to take it to the furthest oh, place he can. Rianne Martin, uh-huh. do we think Billy's the drunk in jail? We I were do. discussing that. I think he's the drunk in jail. Yeah, that was the thing, is I know uh, Tom Kirby in the chat had brought it up before, because it makes a lot of sense based on, like, the blood and everything, when mm-hmm. they were talking about it, the the girls in the Bang Bang Bar. I didn't catch the credits this yeah. week, so we Billy. probably look back to see if that's the case. Yeah. Um, it just said drunk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I looked maybe too. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe they don't want to give it away, just like we didn't know who that. Um, Billy's also short for something, William. True. So we need to think about any Williams we've seen in the cast. Mm. Right, right. Okay. Right, wrong. There's lots to think about here. Bill. On that note, even though a ton happened this episode, I feel as though we were able to recap it relatively quickly. Yeah. Which is fantastic. So on that note, let's get into some predictions. Oh, you're after Buzz TV. Who wants to start us off? Not, not Lisa. I think Lucretia. 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 Give her, give her the, give her the log. 
something right. to say. <laughs> I'm not very good at this. Uh, so, I think that it's all starting to tie in together. I do feel like there is some sort of, you know, other dimensional connection with the Bang Bang Bar, the Roadhouse, whatever you want to call it. These scenes don't seem to always line up, and I know I've been on the it's an uh, interdimensional thing for a while, but I'm sticking with that, just like your aliens. Is <laughs> I feel like the doppelgangers and all this can be explained by there being another dimension, and you know, cartoons. Watch Rick and Morty. Okay. Go get these series. Yeah, fair enough. Hmm. I was really shocked that Sarah Palmer's face opened up just like Laura, and like last week you <laughs> said, oh, she might be an alien. Touche, touche. Mm-hmm. Thank I think you, we're gonna, Lisa. Yeah, I think we're going to see more of that and more surprises to come. Okay. I don't know. I think that everyone is kind of here for a purpose. And I think that we're going to kind of like, like almost like in a superhero action movie, we're going to see them all like meet up at the same place on accident. Kind of mm-hmm. like a Heroes or something yeah. like that show. Like they're all just going to end up with you know, where they are for the right reason, whether they're wearing a glove or, like, what. But I do think everyone's supposed to be here, except for NATO. I don't think she's supposed to be here, and I think people are coming for her, and that's going to bring everything to a head. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I love it. I kind of love the superhero theory, too, Mm -hmm. in a way that everyone is in this story for a purpose, and they each individually have a different thing that they're bringing to the story. What, what what is it? Oh. So I think Quentin Daniel said prediction. Audrey is the window washer. <laughs> Dude, at this point, I would not be surprised. All right, my predictions: one, I do not trust Tammy. Mm-hmm. Two, I think that Amanda Seyfried's character is the next Laura Palmer, and that herself and her mother Shelley are being influenced by something else. I do like your you know uh, dimensional thing. I think it's a combination of that with extraterrestrials. I think that could be right. Well, thanks guys for tuning in. We would love, love, love to hear your thoughts, comments, predictions, and we have a lot of fun talking about this and we really uh, hope you enjoy watching it. One last time, where can everyone find me on social media? Start with you, Lucretia. You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. You can find me everywhere at Lisa Mason Lee. And don't forget to check out my Twitter because we still have our Rock Love Jewelry Contest going mm-hmm. on. And all yes. you got to do is retweet to enter. It's so easy. Yeah, you guys. Retweet Lisa's tweet. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm Michael X. Shirley on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow my blog at ilovemichaelshirley.com. And just to reiterate, Lisa, I am not even kidding you guys mm-hmm. when I say... I, I, I don't even take it out for the shower. Yeah, All like, of this uh, <laughs> rock love to Quinn Peaks jewelry. So retweet, enter, follow us. You can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43, Twitter, Instagram, samdavidsonentertainment.com. We will see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. See ya. What are we going to say? From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 